0: Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now.
1: Slow things down. Turn off the phone. Turn off the email, and just concentrate on our family, our goals, the stuff that matters most, and enjoy being together.
0: And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad.
1: So we began this podcast uh, about fifteen times because I couldn't work out how to start it. Kylie really wanted me to sing at the top of my lungs. Because we've had a funny story happen in the last week or so that we wanted to share with you. Uh, This is Dr. Justin Coulson. I'm the founder of happyfamilies.com.au. I'm here with Kylie, Mrs. Happy Families, mum to our six daughters. And every Friday we talk about I'll do better tomorrow, the reflections and responses to the week that was, what worked, what didn't, how can we be better parents if we were to be more intentional about it starting today, tomorrow, whatever it might be. Kylie, I want you to share the story because this is really your experience. But before you do that, I just want to make one quick mention, and that is that the school holidays are, are here. Today's the last day of school for the Eastern Seaboard, at least. And oh my goodness, it feels so good for South Australia, Western Australia. One more week to go, and then everyone gets to breathe a sigh of relief. Routine changes. Hopefully, if you're not in a lockdown place, you get to go away. Woohoo! All right, I've got that off my chest. I'm just <laughs> so I'm so excited for school holidays this time around, and I, I just wanted to mention that. So you had a funny story happen to you the other day, and and I reckon it deserves a couple of minutes of podcast time.
0: I was chatting with a friend, Just the other day, she's not even a mum yet. She's not even married yet, (laughs) but she was having this quandary over the fact that when she does have children, she's really scared that they're not going to appreciate all of this beautiful music that's out there, old school classics. She thinks that there's a chance that her children just might miss out on all the joy that she's experienced in her lifetime.
1: I've experienced exactly the same fear because I care so much about music.
0: Well, you and I grew up in really different homes. My mum was just a stickler for spiritual music, and so my whole upbringing was just listening to the church choir.
1: And strict, (laughs) like so strict. I mean, you you, you pretty much listened to more than tabernacle choir sort of music. That was it. Church choirs, big pipe organs, that that was your thing. And then you went and married.
0: And a radio announcer.
1: (laughs) A guy that worked on those FM stations. They're of the devil. Don't (laughs) let anyone hear that
0: and you introduced me to a whole
1: <laughs> new world i remember the first time you came for a drive with me and you sat in the car and i was flicking through the radio stations but but the but thing you
0: used the steering wheel as a drum <laughs> drum kit <laughs> the thing holy smokes i thought you were going to bash the door open you were going so hard
1: the thing that um, bothered you so much though was that i was more interested in what the radio announcers were saying than what the music was but i loved music and you loved music but we had these completely different orientations one thing that you could have said to your friend was what we do in our home to make sure that our children don't miss out on finding out about all of the amazing music that has existed over the last five decades. Well, if decades. you hadn't let me
0: finish the conversation, yeah. I did. I told her you just make them learn. That's, that's just, right. And she looked at me like, huh?
1: How do you make them learn? I said,
0: well, in our house, we do this thing called music appreciation. Right. Regardless of whether they want to or not, <laughs> yeah. most nights – you say, "Okay, music appreciation time," and whatever music you feel like listening to, we listen to oh, it.
1: Come on, now. In fairness, it's not most nights. It's probably one night a week, one night a fortnight. I'll say it's time for music appreciation, and and I make sure that it's diverse.
0: Very. So this diverse. week, just
1: just the other night, we listened to O Fortuna. I love this one, and the kids were like, "What is this? There's no drums." What's going on? But I love the way that it builds.
0: Bum, bum, bum.
1: There's words to so it. It is not bum, bum. I
0: was just adding.
1: So this one is Carl Orff, O Fortuna. That was our most recent music appreciation. Uh, what else have we done? We've done, uh, oh, my, my, my all-time favourite music appreciation, when I just think the children are not, they're not in harmony with what our family is about. You know what I put on, don't you? Especially when we're doing the dishes. You look like you're not appreciating this.
0: No. How long does the song go for? Like eleven minutes? <laughs> I
1: just, it's only five minutes. There's November Rain that goes for eight minutes. Oh gosh, love a bit of Gunners. There's, there's. I mean, that's that, that's high quality. Um,
0: What's so funny, though, is as our children have grown up, we have heard everything under the sun. They have whinged and complained and eye-rolled and been so frustrated at times with the choices of music that you've introduced them to.
1: Because we like to give them a diverse array, a wide variety. Like, So
0: this is my influence, just saying.
1: <laughs> a bit of Eva Cassidy.
0: Wait in the water.
1: Sing it, Kylie. Wait, Wait in the water. Oh, Europe I <laughs> yeah, gotcha uh, What else? Do, uh, we've given them a bit of country music We love to give them a bit of country I
0: love that song and,
1: and we like to give them a bit a bit of uh, sort of old stuff as well Because as, as your friend said Wouldn't it be awful if the kids grew up and didn't know songs like this? L is for the way you look at me. Oh, is for the. This is the one where I dance with you in the kitchen, and the kids go, "Oh, stop it!" So all of this is really just to say one really clear thing, and that is.
0: Make your kids listen to music. <laughs> teach them
1: how great <laughs> it is, even if you come from diverse backgrounds. It's so much fun. Look, that, that was probably a little bit self-indulgent. We've probably spent a little bit too much time introducing you to But, again, I'll Do Better Tomorrow was about being intentional as parents. It might sound like we're being self-indulgent, but we're really, we're really clear about what we want our kids to know. And one of the things that's really important to us – is we want them to have a love of music. And I kind of cut you off just a second ago, but you were saying now that they're older.
0: Well, now that they're older, what we're seeing is that all of that music that we've introduced them to.
1: That they hated and complained about.
0: Has introduced them to such an eclectic array of music. Over the last few weeks, we've talked about COVID and the impact that it's having on families in such negative ways. And one of the ways that we have found to lift our spirits in any situation that we find ourselves, it has been music. And it it just has the power to move us in ways that most other things don't.
1: Yeah. And except for our one daughter who listens to nothing but Taylor Swift and One Dimension (laughs) and Disney... Oh my goodness! Except for her, our kids have got this really broad taste. They, they love music. They love the old stuff. They love the new stuff. They love the eclectic stuff. They love the the weird. Stuff. Like it, it's just very exciting. So, real intention, something fun with the kids, music appreciation. Pull out your old CDs. Pull out your old playlists. Pull out your old cassettes where you used to record on the radio. If you are that old, uh, and and share tell your
0: kids stories about why these songs are important to you.
1: First concert ever.
0: First kiss.
1: We're talking about music here.
0: Yeah. What was the song you first kissed to? Oh,
1: oh right. <laughs> okay. Hello. We used, to, we used to kiss a lot to Chardin No need to ask. He's a smooth Okay, let's move on. I'll Do Better Tomorrow is, uh, like I said, coming up in just a sec. This is where we reflect on the week that was, the things that we've learned, the way that we can be more intentional as parents and make our family happier. Uh, We're going to tell you what our highlights or lowlights were right after the break. It's the Happy Families Podcast.
0: Imagine a home where discipline got results without anyone having to feel bad or in trouble. The Do's and Don'ts of Discipline is a webinar to help parents set limits with love, compassion and humanity. Find it now at happyfamilies.com.au It's the Happy Families podcast, the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. I feel like I should have sung that somehow. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's hear it. The
0: music, the music is just in me. Hey, I'm really excited because we've had some really good experiences this week. Do you want to go first or me?
1: I'm going to go first because my one's short and simple. Oh, what are you saying? We snuck away last Friday night. Uh, we your, did. your mum, out of, out of the blue, randomly said, Hey, do you want me to look after the kids for the night so that you guys can get away? I think she started doing it because our four oldest are now old enough to not have us, not have to have supervision. She's only got to look after two. See, once upon a time, she, only, she had to look after all six. If we wanted to have a night out, it was like, oh, gosh, I can't look after six kids. But now that our eldest has moved out and married, we've got an 18-year-old and a 17-year-old who are off working or hanging out with friends, and then it's just the 14-year-old who loves to hang out with one of her big sisters anyway. So those four are taken care of. It's just our 11-year-old and our 7-year-old. And your mum's like, I can manage that. So she looked after them on Friday night for us. We took off for a night away. Oh, my goodness, how good did it feel? So regener- regenerating, so recreative, so wonderful to literally walk hand in hand along the beach for, what was it, about an hour and a half before breakfast on Saturday morning? Yeah,
0: I'm really kicking myself. I didn't have my watch on. I don't even know how many steps I took.
1: <laughs> but it was just, it was wonderful. And I know that not everyone can do this because of lockdown or because of family circumstances and so on. So I'm not I'm not trying to rub salt into the wound. What I want to emphasize is whatever you can do to have those mini breaks, those mini vacations, even if it's in your own home and it's just while the children are out. It, whatever you can do to do that and again for lockdown people I know that it's coming. I know that it's not here yet but it's coming. It's amazing what a little bit of space, a little bit of distance does to help you to be better as a person. Other than one mini blow-up that I've had this past week, it's just been such a great week for me and I've attribute most of it to the wonderful freedom and and just the opportunity to be with you, slow things down, turn off the phone, turn off the email, and just concentrate on our family, our goals, the stuff that matters most, and enjoy being together. That's my I'll do better tomorrow. If you can, do it. And if you can't, plan for it, because those lockdowns will end and those vaccination passports will be, well, whether we have passports or not, you're going to have the opportunity to get out there and live your life. And this is something that I think is so crucial to make your family stronger.
0: Well, one of our daughters had a birthday recently, and she asked for an ice cream cake. Yes. I've never made an ice cream cake before, and I just (laughs) couldn't bring myself to buy the Freddo one from Woolworths.
1: Yeah, not not that we're putting any shame or judgment on parents who choose the Freddo one from Woolworths. No, I just
0: don't like the taste of them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, That's fine. You weren't going to eat it, though. It was for the kids. (laughs) You were going to eat it. Oh, gosh.
0: Maybe. (laughs) So anyway, I decided that I would have a go. I didn't have time to Google how to make one, (laughs) but I figured it can't be so bad, right? It can't be so, it can't be too hard. It's just melting some ice cream and then re- Is that what you did? You actually
1: melted the ice cream and then froze it again?
0: Well, you're not supposed to melt it completely, but you've got to get it- You've got to soften it. Soften it enough so that you can put it in. But I decided to be a bit tricky. And so I put layers of, you know, crushed Oreos and chocolate and things through it. Well, it didn't work. Let's just say, it just didn't, it didn't work.
1: The thing is you can't ruin it because it's ice cream.
0: Well, that's kind of what I said to her. I just said, (laughs) look, I'm going to give it a go. I said, but I have no idea what it's going to work out like. And at the end of the day, it's going to taste good. No matter what it looks like. That's right. So we we should put a picture up because it, if, if I was going for molten lava.
1: <laughs> Green molten lava because you use peppermint, chalk chip ice cream.
0: I, I like nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't going for molten lava. I did want this beautiful firm ice cream cake, but the kids loved it. They Point, said it was
1: delicious. Points for trying. Yeah, because it was ice cream. Of course it was delicious. <laughs> what we need to do is get you to hang out with Hamish Blake for a little bit, learn Baby. how to make cakes for the kids. Well, I'm
0: sure that if I drank as much as he did, I probably would have done an amazing job. <laughs> Baking is about trade-offs. Like, is the head going to be to to I have a delicious Tasmanian whiskey? I don't think that it
1: would have been a good <laughs> night at all. And I'm not sure that we would have been eating anything that came out of our fridge. We would have been down at the shop buying a frozen <laughs> a Fred Freddo Oaks. ice cream cake from Woolworths. <laughs> so is that your old do better tomorrow?
0: No, it isn't actually. Oh,
1: oh right. <laughs> okay. That was just a story you felt like telling.
0: Well, no, it was part of it. I just got gotcha. carried away oh, right. okay. with my molten lava cake. Okay. Well, I hadn't actually had time to do what I wanted to do. They were going to have a camp out in the backyard. And so my plan was to have the tent set up all the bedding set up for them when they got there.
1: I've got to, I've got to pause you right here. You've got this plan that the kids are going to come over for this sleep out in the backyard party and that we're going to do all the work. Well. And when you told me that and the kids were arriving and we hadn't I was like, I'm not putting the tent up. Well, it was if, because I, if they want to sleep in the tent in the backyard, they can put it up. I'm not. I'm putting the tent up, but that's not Enough a party. Who
0: comes to a party to set their own party up?
1: It's a tent. They
0: can okay. Well, the only reason teenage, I didn't have a th- this is
1: going to be great fun for them. They're going to the have The only a reason I didn't have time to set up. it
0: up was because I wanted to be an awesome mum and make, make it an, an ice, ice cream, cream cake. cake. <laughs> so anyway, you did suggest that they put it up, I and didn't I was suggest. I, was I said that's what m- they're doing. Mortified. I was absolutely mortified (laughs) because no matter what happened, you were safely tucked away in your office. I I was going to have to deal with whatever (laughs) outcome happened. So anyway, we told our daughter – that she was gonna to have to do it with her friends. You should have seen her face. She was like, What? Yeah. Yeah. are gonna have to set this up. Well, she told her friends, Well, they <laughs> They're like, Yes. <laughs> they were so excited. That's what I'm saying.
1: It's part <laughs> of the part of the experience. It's part of the part. They were
0: knocking the door down, asking me where the tent was so they could set it up. <laughs> well, we had six stretches that needed to be set up. Usually when we go camping, you set those stretches up and there's a lot of really I don't, bad so, words no, that come out of your mouth. I
1: don't use coarse language. But Until I, you do these I best. don't use coarse language. I just want to be But I do say the flaming thing. I can't say. Very stand. bad words.
0: And you kick and you thing. scream and you have a massive toddler tantrum. I grunt and
1: I groan a Can lot. I
0: tell you, mm. those kids set those things up <laughs> oh, in about three minutes. Stop I could it. not believe it. <laughs> and what I learned out of that situation was exactly what you said. I don't have to do everything for them. Yep. And in, in letting them participate, I actually facilitated an experience they had so much fun doing it boys and girls they they had a competition against each other to see who could be the world champion stretcher builder right. and then they went and had a, a swim in the pool yeah and just had so much fun like it just added to the event
1: I mean, bear in mind this party was going to go for like six hours before the boys went home and then the girls had the camp out in the tent and uh they've, if they've got six hours they can put the tent up
0: Look, I was really surprised they even stayed in the tent.
1: They stayed in the (laughs) tent all night. (laughs) So I'll do better tomorrow. Number one, music appreciation. Be intentional about what you want the kids to learn. It might not be music. It might be craft. It might be a sport, whatever it is, but really be intentional about it. Number two, get some time away or do something to strengthen your marriage or partnership relationship. And number three.
0: If you're really, really scared about making a birthday cake, just got ice cream because you can't go wrong.
1: That's right. And I really enjoyed eating all of that ice cream that didn't come out of a bucket. It just came out of this... <laughs> receptacle that you created for it. Uh, The Happy Families podcast is produced by Justin Rulon from Bridge Media. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. Uh, We're off on school holidays for the next two weeks. We're going to be playing you a whole lot of our very best episodes. We can't wait for you to join in. We know that not everyone catches everything that we say every week. It's very rare that somebody's going to hear all five episodes. So we've randomly selected, thanks to Craig, some of the very best ones that we've ever done. We can't wait to share them with you over the next two weeks.
0: Are you going to play us a song to send us off to the holidays?
1: Oh, let's let me uh, let me quickly type one in here uh, i've got a i've got a i've got a oh this is a cruel song for for everyone who's in lockdown
0: cuz i I'm in on a jet plane oh, we, we
1: we really that's that's unfair to anybody who's not going to be able to go on a holiday is it really we can't talk about leaving on a jet plane no but it is music appreciation so uh, what about um, what about something to get everyone psyched for the holidays a little bit of calvin harris Let's go on holidays. For everyone enjoying the holidays, we hope that it's good even if you're stuck in lockdown. Fingers crossed. The Happy Families podcast is produced by Justin Rulon from Bridge Media. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. And boy, oh boy, we hope. <laughs> you got
0: your radio announcer on,
1: haven't you? Yeah, I kind of have a little bit. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. If you want more info about how to make your family happier, check out happyfamilies.com.au.